Welcome to the I'm Still Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Whitlow. I've been reading and studying the Bible my entire life, but I still have a lot of questions, and I'm still learning what it means. Each episode, we will take a look at what the Bible has to say and what it means to us today. Today in episode six, I am discussing the fifth of the Ten Commandments as part of the Ordered Life series. This week's teaching is called, Mind Your Parents. The first four commandments have to do with our relationship with God. In a nutshell, they say this, Keep God as your exclusive one and only God. Don't set up anything between you and Him. Always be respectful of Him and spend a day each week with Him. Do those things, and you and God are good to go. But our relationship with God is not just about us and how we relate to God. Those who want to please God are required to relate in certain ways toward those we have come in contact with on a daily basis. So the next six commandments govern our relationships with others. The first of these concerns the first people we know and rely on, and who are also the first authority figures in our lives, our parents. Here's how it goes. Honor your father and mother, then you will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. So if we give our mom and dad matching best parents ever t-shirts, are we good to go? And by doing that, are we guaranteed that we will live happily into our 90s or beyond? Well, not so fast. As with all of these commandments, we find something that is deeper and more wonderful than we expect. Let's start by breaking down the reasons for honoring our parents. First, parents are people. We are all imperfect representations of the image of God. Jesus was quite clear when he was asked what was most important. He said that we are to love God with everything we've got and to love others the same way that we want to be loved. So, since our parents are people, honoring our parents is where we start because they are the first others that we meet. They are the first opportunity that we have to learn how to treat people. Second, parents are our first authority figures. The desire to throw off restraint and to challenge authority has been around since the beginning. When Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden, they succumbed to the temptation to overthrow God's authority and to declare themselves equal to God. Every child begins life believing that their parents know everything, and every child comes to a place where they realize that their parents don't know everything. Without careful and loving parental guidance, very soon they begin to think that their parents don't know anything. It is crucial at this time for them to learn that they will never encounter anyone, including themselves, that gets everything right, but that the position should be honored even if the person who holds the position doesn't quite cut the mustard in their opinion. The child who is allowed to disrespect parents will also disrespect teachers and coaches. This renders the child unteachable and uncoachable and causes disruption and disunity in the classroom and on the playing field. John Wooden The legendary basketball coach at UCLA went on a recruiting trip with one of his assistant coaches to the home of a young man who was a highly sought-after recruit. 
He was sought after by many programs. In Coach Wooden's jacket pocket, there was a scholarship that he planned to offer to the young man. During the visit, the boy's mom asked a question, and the boy spoke sharply to her, and in essence told her to keep quiet. They finished their visit, and Coach Wooden and his assistant left with the highly sought-after scholarship offer still in the coach's pocket. Out in the car, the assistant asked why the offer had not been extended. Coach Wooden's response was this, If that boy won't respect even his own mother, he won't respect me. The parent who allows such disrespect is not supporting their child. Rather, they are setting up their child for a lifetime of difficulty in their career and in their relationships. I find it sad that many times rebellion in a child is celebrated by the parent as independence and intellect. The parent will take the side of the child to make sure that they get the outcome they want, regardless of consequences. It's sad because the best place for children to learn how to deal with frustration and disappointment is in the home. Learning how to process disappointment and how to work with others using skills of persuasion and negotiation to improve a situation is much better than inciting disruption and destruction if the goal is building an ordered and successful life. Thirdly, children need to learn the inherent value of longevity. We are all acquainted with the old guy who wants to tell everybody how we did it in my day. But there is value in a lifetime of accumulated experiences and observations. It is true that technology and current cultural references will always separate the generations. But it is also true that those with a sense of history will be less inclined to lose their minds over current events. In the book of Ecclesiastes, there is a statement that says, there is nothing new under the sun. I observed a teacher once who was addressing a classroom of 16-year-olds. She commended them on their learning and asked if they expected to learn more as they grew. Of course, they said yes. She asked them if they expected to know much more in 20 years than they do now, and every head nodded in assent. Then the teacher told them that their parents were already in that place, of having achieved 20 or more years of additional learning, so maybe they should listen a little more when their parents tell them something. If there is a relationship built on love and respect between generations, the young person can pour out their angst and fear concerning the events of their life, and the older one can reassure them that they will get through this because this type of situation has been happening forever, and folks have always found a way to survive it. Once again, this command gives a sure path to an ordered life. And finally, honoring parents because they are parents teaches the child that, as I stated earlier, that the position can be honored separate from the person. Children see their parents for who they truly are. No matter what other folks may see or think, children know all of the good and bad about their parents. It is a sign of true maturity when a son or daughter can see their parents as they truly are, with all of their strengths and weaknesses, yet still love and respect them in public because they are their parents. And this is not being two-faced. This is not being hypocritical. The child who is taught to honor their parents at a young age will grow into a person who can recognize frailty in a parent, a boss, or an elected leader, but still respect the office or position. 
their voice and opinion will carry much more weight in difficult situations than the voice of someone who is always complaining and demanding their way like a rebellious child. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, Direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. Parents, you have the opportunity and the obligation to set the tone in your home. If your kids see you respect your parents and the authority figures in your life, chances are good that they will follow suit. If they see you disregard authority, complain constantly, and demand your own way, that's what you will be teaching them to do. Also, you have a responsibility to rein in the rebellion that will naturally arise as they begin to develop their independence. You must teach them how to effect change in their world without resorting to bad behavior. You must allow them to experience and process disappointment at things that don't happen the way they would like. Remember, direct your children onto the right path, and when they are older, they will not leave it. The Apostle Paul knew this. In the sixth chapter of Ephesians, he says, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. It is clear from this scripture that the respect is to go both ways. Children are to obey their parents, but that respect is to be taught, not beaten into them. There is no call to do what I say, not what I do. But once again, this commandment is not a do this or else edict. It is a do this to have a better life that is ordered and effective. What a gift we're finding these Ten Commandments to be. Thank you for listening to Episode 6 of the I'm Still Learning Podcast. Next week, I will talk about the Sixth Commandment as part of the Ordered Life series in a teaching called Don't Murder. 